0: Kale & Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10.
1: Kale & Company, Talk Radio, 1210 WPHT. 855-839-1210 is how you climb in on social media at 1210 WPHT. Get us on YouTube as well, and the free Odyssey app if you missed any of the show. A lot of stuff on the border with uh, immigration and the migrants. We've got attacks on New York police officers, Amazon drivers, tow trucks being stolen, taken on joy rides. Uh, also, Joe Biden's student loan bailout, Part due uh, as Joe is seeking More voters to uh, the young millennials and Gen Zers that are uh, rolling out of college with all sorts of debt. He's obviously trying to get himself some more votes this fall and a lot of other stories that we have talked about this morning but this segment brought to you by tommy d's home improvement center if you are renovating a kitchen or building one from the ground up tommy d's home improvement center is your go-to for quality kitchen cabinets flooring and molding at affordable rates visit their showroom in philadelphia or visit their website at tommyds.com all right so let's get an update actually a couple of updates here And we will get to Dawn's Big Three at the bottom of the hour. Morning mystery movie clip in just about 15 minutes. So let's start with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl celebration parade and that awful tragedy that occurred. What was that now? That was eight days ago. I think it was last Wednesday. Yes. So yesterday
2: was the one week mark, Nick.
1: Okay. So one week. And um, obviously we've been talking about the identities of the shooters being uh, concealed uh, while they're minors. It doesn't fit a narrative. We've talked about it every which way under the sun. But now we're getting a motive. And it's, you know, just boys being boys. Just guys doing silly stuff. Or, quote, just being Stupid. This is courtesy of foxnews.com. One of the men charged with murder in connection to the deadly shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory celebration last week told police that he was, quote, just being stupid when he, quote, advanced on a group of strangers during a verbal dispute and decided to open fire in a crowd with people with children and all sorts of people that are just trying to take joy in the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs have won yet another Super Bowl. This is according to court documents. Lindell Mays, 22, of Raytown, Missouri, was captured on surveillance video outside of Kansas City's historic Union Station, aggressively approaching members of another group. And according to police affidavits obtained by Fox News, the documents state that the argument between the two groups began over the belief that people in the other group were staring at them. Oh, my God. Hey, are you staring at me? (laughs) Pull out a gun, start shooting people. The video showed Maze was the first to begin shooting at a person who was running away from him despite being surrounded by crowds of people, including children, according to the affidavit. During an interview with detectives from the hospital where Mays was being treated after being struck by gunfire during the altercation, Mays said, quote, he hesitated shooting because he knew there were kids there, according to the affidavit. Quote, stupid man, just pulled a gun out and started shooting, Mays said, according to the affidavit. I shouldn't have done that, just being stupid. We, and this is so absurd to me that we, we, we still, and I remember this, and I don't know if you recall this as a, as a child or a young teen, Greg, in the 90s. You remember like when you were driving and you're going through a neighborhood, or if you're just walking past somebody in the hallway in school, there was a stretch in time where I felt like everybody was always paying attention to who was staring at who. And, like, you drive down a neighborhood, and if you're not looking straight ahead and you look at somebody, although that person that's walking towards your vehicle as you drive through a neighborhood could be staring a hole through your vehicle, and yet if you take one glimpse at somebody, it's like, what are you staring at, man? What are you staring at? Yeah. This is basically what caused this, this a totally preventable tragedy. That's what they're saying.
3: I mean, these were groups of gangs. Like that's what like, I think. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this is this is a giant, in my opinion, yeah. a giant cover up. This is a giant cover up for a for a a gang dispute, and they don't want to say that.
2: For a city this this size, when you look, start. I started looking up when this happened. Their gang, the size of their gang task force, their crime, their drugs, and so they don't want the national attention for the problem they have. And it's
1: gotten very bad for Kansas City over recent years. When you talk about murders, uh, gun violence, any sort of, you know, uh, aggravated assaults, if you look at the numbers, I saw a graphic yesterday on TV. I mean, it's off the charts compared to where it was just 10, 12 years ago. So they they have a they have a serious crime problem, surprise surprise, in a city that you have the mayor being a Democrat. I'm not what? sure if this, this is a is...
2: Republican no! run city, Nick. No, what it you... is
1: not what red state, blue city.
2: No, yeah. So what a shocker.
1: You can't stare at me, man. Were <laughs> you looking at me? Are you challenging my manhood? I'm going to pull what out a gun mean? in front of a million people with chi- And oh, by the way, you admit in the affidavit that you knew there were children around and you kind of hesitated. But you just, you just couldn't let it go. So you pull out a gun, and now we have people running around, ricocheted bullets. We've got one person dead. I think is it was 25 or 26 were injured, including children. And everybody's just trying to enjoy uh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs dynasty, which is what they have become. And now we have this going on.
2: Well, look at the headlines. Kansas City Star. Should Kansas City have more say over guns? Democrats will push plan after mass shooting. Yeah. Missouri Independent, Democrat. These are all, you know, mm-hmm. this is their. These are their headlines and their media. Democrats hope to put gun safety measures on the ballot following Kansas City's mass shooting. It's never about
1: addressing the real root Amen. causes. Plural here, causes. Obviously, you don't enforce the laws that you have. You have people on the streets that should be off the streets with a rap sheet a mile long. We do not intervene with mentor, mental health. We have all sorts of red flags and warning signs that either you do have a mental issue or you're just a bad seed and a bad apple. And we should probably intervene. We don't do that. So what's the solution? I got to get guns off the streets. I mean, now, now more than ever. And and I'm not applying this, you know, to the school shooting aspect because we've debunked that where school shootings are not occurring at any excessive rate compared to where they were 15, 20, 30 years ago. But you're the the Democrats will continue to pound the drum and and keep banging away on, you know, AR-15s or any other sort of gun uh, revocation. When the reality is, is I think there's a sizable group of Americans that are probably pro second amendment that just don't own a gun for whatever reason. They don't want to have it in their house with children or whatever, but they're not against the second amendment by any stretch that are probably contemplating now more than ever going about it, by the way, the legal way, the right way, filling out the paperwork, going and purchasing a handgun. I don't think the solution is less guns on the street. I think now more than ever, you just don't want to be. And I can just say it from my perspective. I I, I don't think about this all the time, but there are times where like, do I really want to be in a Walmart or a Giant or at the next Eagles Super Bowl or at a Phillies playoff game or wherever it might be? And somebody decides whether they're having a mental health crisis to shoot up the place, or if in you know this case we'll we'll go with what the quote's here. You know, all of a sudden, me, my daughters, my wife, we're going to be in the crossfire because somebody didn't like the fact that they got stared at. Really? Like, I mean, there's a lot of people. I think that now more than ever want to be able to protect themselves and their family. And I would actually love to see, and I guess I could probably find it somewhere, what the uh, trends are in the country as far as gun registrations going up in this country.
2: It I was, would like to think in some areas it's probably gone up. I have to find it now. There was this map that it was going viral, and they were showing the map of the United States of America, and it showed red states, which is, you know, Primarily across the the central areas of the country yep. and how 90% of the gun ownership happens in the red areas, but 97% of the violent crimes happens involving in the blue guns. Areas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so this is an argument and we can move stats around, but there are a lot of people say, Oh no, there's a 39% violent crime rate going up in the red states. You know, you look at Pennsylvania or Missouri. Mm-hmm. Yes. But where is the crime? This violent crime actually happening specifically, specifically in Democrat-run cities mm-hmm. where what's the let's connect the dots and it's everything we talk about every day. Yep. So gangs, drugs, and horrible schools, mm-hmm. low-ranking schools. The combination, and that's the importance. And and Governor Josh Shapiro, just to you know put it into Pennsylvania, he knows that better than anybody, which is why he promised, promised even went on Fox News when he ran promised lifeline scholarships for the poorest poorest among us that's right he did do that yes i remember i remember him being on fire and it was it was kind of a wow moment everybody thought well that's that's fantastic Mm -hmm. not delivering on it doing a line item veto because of democrats like matt bradford right here in montgomery county putting the pressure on will shapiro stand up to the more progressive Mm left-wingers in the democrat party will he deliver on that promise and this is a huge moment for him.
1: Yeah, it's a good point.
3: Uh, Tamar Walker, Dawn, is asking if you can share a link to that map of the gun ownership All violence. Right. Please say if you can tweet that out. That'd be yeah. great. I'll also, speaking of Twitter, uh, we we put the video up from the 7 a.m. news this morning of the guy <laughs> who was trying to change the valve on oh. the beer uh <laughs> What do you call those things? The beer? uh, Um,
2: The nozzle, the valve, the tank valve. The tank.
3: uh, Low black IPA. And it shot out and shot him across the room. That is on the 1210 WPHT Twitter. Um, So give that a follow, please. Yeah, it'll
1: make. make you thirsty. You'll be craving an IPA by the time you're done watching it. 1210
3: WPHT on Twitter. Please give us a follow.
1: You an IPA, Guy Stalker? Uh, yeah. Hit or
3: miss. Uh, by the way, today is National Margarita Day. Is it right? Is <laughs> nothing. <that> right? <laughs> nothing makes me happier than a good margarita.
1: You going to um, indulge today? No. You, you and the old lady go out I'd, for a margarita no, you know? tonight.
3: Never do. Never drink on a weeknight.
1: No, no school nights. Huh.
2: No work no. night. School nights. Yeah. Wait. Do you like the strawberry or do you no, like the?
3: No. I. I. I actually don't. Sometimes when you get them in restaurants, they're too sugared up. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like. I like. I like two. A good tequila and maybe just maybe half of a shot of mm. of like some sort of a lime, uh-huh. you know, some sort of lime. Nice. concoction. Yeah. Okay. that's how I make margaritas. So
1: no salted or sugar rims.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that. But what when, when I'm when I'm and it has to be over a lot of ice. Too, yeah,
1: so. So, so over ice, not frozen. Ice. No, yeah, yeah, no, frozen. So you like it salty? I do like it salty. Yeah, I'm a sucker <laughs> for too. salt as well. I'm anti sugar. For the most part, <laughs> yeah. Alex Solkai. All right, eight three nine twelve ten 1210 is the number if you want to jump in. And then the uh, other update we have to get to is we're coming up on the, the one year mark of when Riley Gaines was doing some of her, um, you know, fighting for women's speeches and women athletics. She was on the campus, and I remember we talked about this vividly. This was last April, April 6, 2023, where she was at San Francisco State University. And if you'll recall, Riley Gaines was harassed and threatened while giving a speech on campus. Uh, She was also struck by a man wearing a dress. Uh, And if you recall, campus police barricaded her in a room for safety, where she was in there for several hours while the protesters were screaming outside. Uh, if we have the video, Phil, I think we could put this up on YouTube right now. I don't believe there's any audio to it, but uh, I, think I do this- have some audio here. Oh, you do have audio? Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh- so this was, uh, I believe, Riley Gaines actually filming this herself.
3: Being ambushed, yeah. <laughs> This, all, all of this, because she's speaking. She's speaking the truth. Yes. Unbelievable.
1: Look at that angry, yeah. angry, angry! She's being escorted down the hallways, and they basically stuffed her in a closet and said, "Stay here for a couple of hours until things die down." And there's a police officer, as you see, dressed, cameras, cell phones, nut jobs wearing COVID masks in 2023. <laughs> so the update is that police have decided that they will not bring charges in attacks against Riley Gaines. At San Francisco State University, which... They didn't have enough evidence, Nick. Oh, of course not. We only have first-hand footage of everything (laughs) Uh, filmed. Well, it wasn't crystal clear enough to see that she was physically touched or assaulted. Uh, This is such nonsense. Because, again, the uh, LGBTQ plus trans community always seems to claim they are the ones under attack. Yet, I would argue from that vantage point, they were the ones going on the attack against Riley Gaines. And as you said, Greg, so eloquently for stating facts... That men should not be permitted in women's I, sports.
3: I don't know what world I live in right now where somebody like her, who is literally stating what 99% of the people believe. Yes. And and it's somehow being labeled as hate speech and it's, and it's controversial,
1: homophobic. She's just talking about sports. Yes. You could be on the right side of history, the right side of facts, the right side of biology and science, but if the 1% doesn't like it, it's racist, it's sexist, it's transphobic, it's homophobic, it's some sort of hate crime or a community under attack, when... And I think that number is probably low, but I always go back to the Gallup poll from last year mm-hmm. where 72% of Americans said that men should stay out of women's sports.
3: Peg hits the nail on the head right there on uh, YouTube. Uh, always angry and unattractive.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, know. I assume from the name Peg is a female, uh, so I thought it was appropriate coming from a female, but she's yep. absolutely right uh, that they're always angry and unattractive.
1: My grandmother was a peg. Okay. Aww, yeah. Margaret. Yeah. Short for Margaret. That's correct. There you go. How did they get Margaret from... I've always wondered that. Where, where That's a great point. It's like Peg Bundy. Like her real name's Margaret. When Margaret, married with children. Meg, Peg. Yeah. But where's the P come from? <laughs> Very interesting. I'm going to think about we that later the today the after my nap. Intellectual questions. We do. Where does the P come from? It's Kale and Company, where we question the answers and we answer the questions. And we need to take a break. And we got to pay some bills. <laughs> we'll come back, we'll get to our morning mystery movie clip, and then Don will have a big three. Stay right there. Talk Radio 1210
0: WPHT. It's Kale and Company, on demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app.
1: Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten to climb in. We'll get to Dawn's Big Three here in a couple of minutes. Also, uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we will have what's on the cut sheet part due. But right now, it's time to give something away. O- I mean, w- what else can we do? We're giving away Disney cruises, movie tickets, I know. and all you have to do is listen to this entertaining morning program. Thank you. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All right, let's get to the morning mystery movie clip.
0: And now... Morning Mystery Movie Clip on Kalen Company. Talk radio 1210 WPHT. You know the best part? I can get over it because I am a Red Sox fan.
1: Oh uh, jeez. Uh. I mean, I've
0: been through a lot in this
1: park, man. I can take this because I am bulletproof. All Anthony, you are fired. <laughs> Lorenzo's in a giving mood today, so we will give you a pair of tickets to that lay up to Fandango. A pair of Fandango movie tickets to see Dune Part 2. Experience the exciting return to the harsh planet. Arrakis in Denise Villanueva's breathtaking new Dune Part 2. Starring Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Josh Brolin, Florence Pugh, and many more. Filmed entirely for IMAX. See Warner Brothers Pictures and Legendary Pictures. Dune Part 2 only in theaters on March 1st. Call her 12 855 839 1210 if you can identify that um, layup baseball movie. Leave it at that. All right. Let's get down to the news. Let's find out what's going on in the world. And for that, we go to Dawn Stenzeland at 926 for her big three at
0: nine. It's the Big Three and Nine on Kale and Company.
2: And we are sponsored in the Big Three by Holland Floor. Number one, there are there is movement. We have new developments in the Trump civil case. So I just want to bring this forth to you. Request for a delay by the defendants in former President Donald J. Trump's. This is the civil fraud case of civil allegations. And this is the case of Judge Angoran, who has said that Trump, his family business, the defendants in this case, must pay $354 million in fines, plus that 98 estimated uh, million dollars in the interest, 9% interest. So you're looking at in excess. It's nearly, you know, four hundred, four and a half give her a few a take uh, yeah. you know, give her a few a few millions right give her a few said millions earlier
1: $87,000 a day in
3: interest $87,500 a day <laughs> a every, day every time he wakes up in interest so
2: yeah. it's like it's like nearly four hundred and forty million million <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness
3: rest easy if you think your credit card uh, yeah
2: this is bad if i are complaining about that yeah. you know, 30 percent i know, you I know trump's not
1: a drinker but if he was i would say <laughs> skip the margarita mix and just go straight tequila today oh my gosh that would be my suggestion
2: so the attorneys have said they they're asking for a temporary of 30 minute or a 30 month or 30 day delay sorry 30 day delay on this so remember tiktok this ruling came down from Engoron. And yesterday, Leticia James, the attorney general who campaigned on this, was saying she is preparing paperwork to seize his assets, his buildings, his assets, because she's saying, show me the money. Now the attorneys are saying, in fact, the attorney general didn't do the proper paperwork, oh. didn't give proper notice. And so, you know, lawyers are always going to find uh-huh. something here. They're saying that they've deprived the defendants of the opportunity to submit a proposal counter judgment. That would be contrary to fundamental fairness and due process. This is what they've, they wrote in the courts. And this went all the way up to late last night. They were going back and forth, back and forth. And Trump's team has said, Letitia James didn't file the proper notices, didn't follow the right paperwork and protocol of the law. Mm-hmm. Within this, they're asking for a 30-day delay.
1: And she and so they're, they are trying to counter-propose uh, what I'm assuming is a, as a lower financial figure. Yes. Something tells me Letitia James is probably going to have none of it, just based on her attitude and demeanor. I don't think she will agree to that, is just my...
2: But assumption she, but she has to once it goes into the appeals courts it's out of Ngoron's court at that point okay. you know because now they're what they're doing is they're just de- delay 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 mm-hmm. and hopefully it goes to a higher court right. that's a fair court that looks at this i mean it's just obnoxious to say basically half a billion dollars in fines
1: the only the only tougher venue for trump than new york city is washington dc Well
2: oh, that's mean, true if you think about
1: it when you think about all the different venues
2: yes We have to talk about the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruling just yesterday that state GOP subpoenas, Republican subpoenas for voter information. This is a a key case. After the 2020 election, our our Supreme Court here in Pennsylvania and the Commonwealth has, and and let's face it, it's a Democrat-leaning court. But they have said, no matter what you think of them, it's unenforceable. They've overturned a lower court ruling that said, yes, this was allowed. Will this case now be appealed to the ultimate U.S. Supreme Court of the United States of America? Mm, okay. That's that's another question we have. Will this go to SCOTUS? And all of the – obviously, we've talked a lot about these different mail-in ballot cases. This one that was just ruled on yesterday, these are making their way through the courts. It's taking years. If these go to the Supreme Court – what will those rulings look like and there are implications for twenty twenty four?
1: And is it this is the one that we just talked about yesterday, correctly? No, or, this is the different one. This is a different one. Okay, yeah. so this has nothing to There's do with so the wrong many. the wrong date being put on the ballot.
2: Yeah, that's a different one that's oh, making goodness. it. I know. Is that it gets confusing. There are yeah. so many different cases. And so a lot of people are saying, you know, voter integrity and election integrity, all of or <laughs> voter integrity, election integrity. But I think some of these may end up in the United States Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's a good thing. I think we just need to bring back the election integrity. I agree. But we're covering it and we're following all of these for you. And yes, we know it, sometimes it gets confusing. Number three for our big three, hmm, TikTok, TikTok. I, I think we have to take you to the um, hair of the dog, if you will. This is Commander Biden. This has gone viral, a huge story as newly released or leaked memos and documents proving that US Secret Service personnel were bitten. These are dog bites. They received treatment for them. At least twenty-four incidents in the White House and other locations. And these are just from Secret Service, not even counting all the other not even counting all the other dog bites that happened by you know that were bitten, other personnel were bitten. This ha- is just Secret Service.
1: I have the receipts by the way of the log of all the bites. They started on October second of twenty twenty two. You had So you, So here's all the incidents. October 2nd, 5th, 27th. Then we go to November, the 3rd, the 10th, the 22nd. Then we go to December, the 11th, the 16th, the 23rd. Commander took the holidays off, then he got back to Biden <laughs> in 2023 on January 2nd. And it goes all the way through June of last year. So you're talking about uh, seven, 19, 20 months of logged, doc, and they even, you can see this, this is on social media, It gives you the location of the Secret Service agent, where he was bit, left arm, left hand, left forearm, chest, uh, waist, right arm, right elbow, uh, and obviously the location as well. Some of these were in Delaware. Some of these were at Camp David. Some of these were at the White House. I mean, Commander was hungry.
2: Commander needs, it's sad, because Commander needs, he should get Dave Cugno, who's a great local, or John Bickle. John Bickle's fantastic. Get a dog trainer. Bring in the trainer. Why don't you adopt him and put him with Buddy? Aww. Him and Buddy will get along. Yeah, that'd be
1: great. Bipartisan pooches.
2: Yeah, I'll give him some farmer's dog. But I think part part of it was they were reporting that um, this the dogs, both dogs, were Jill Bidens. Ah. When she was away, that's when the dogs would get triggered. They're, My wife's a Philly girl. Yeah. yeah. they're her, She's the dog person. Yeah. And so when Mama's away the dog is just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. My sister's owned um multiple
1: German shepherds yeah. in her adult life.
2: Great well, do dogs. You, they're great dogs, but they are working dogs. Mm-hmm. If, and they need purpose, especially German I had a German shepherd who could open doors. Yeah. They're so freaking smart. They are. But if you first of all never chain them up, but number 2, you put them in an environment where they can't they can't patrol, they can't do their job, they can't have purpose, mm-hmm. that's trouble. I agree. Right? Yep. Uh, so we got that going on. All right. We got to talk about Holland Floor on this sunny 50 degree day. Woo, it's a beautiful day and a beautiful day for Holland Floor Covering. Holland Floor Covering, the region's premier flooring dealer, family operated more than 50 years, providing exceptional service, professional installation. Just visit one of their two showrooms in either Wayne or Newtown. No charge samples, no obligation estimates. Yeah, just learn more. HollandFloor.com. Thank you for sponsoring our Big Three.
1: All right, Don, thank you very much. 855 839 1210. We have Bill in Phillies, our Morning Mystery Movie Clip winner this morning. Bill, good morning. What movie clip did we just play for you? Fever Pitch. Yeah, that is correct. Bill. Bill, all of 2.8 seconds to realize what movie that was. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. sir. You've got yourself the movie tickets from Fandango very good thank you very much i just watched that movie yesterday wow, wow. so it was top of mind for you nice nice work there did you is. want
3: it did you want to watch it or was it just on
1: uh, uh, I i I, got, I zapped him okay uh. Uh. Yeah, you probably wanted to Zapped watch it. Zapped him. I, I, I hit the up button. I mean, quick on the quick, trigger. Quick trigger, trigger by me. Yeah. But if you have the quick trigger, I've got the solution, Bob. Oh, boy. There we go. How about this? Oh, no. That's right. By the way, um, uh, what's on the cut sheet part due coming up next? But first, got to tell you about that quick trigger. Uh, Blue chew, <laughs> fellas. All right, here you go. Don't laugh. This I is thought, serious stuff. That is correct, no, folks. Is. Look, it I is. mean, this is we're talking about your livelihood here, yeah, right? To aim to please. Exactly. Please. And aim. That's right. And aim appropriately. Could be with the uh, current relationship, or maybe you're back on the market and you're trying to impress somebody new. Bluetooth tablets are a performance enhancement for the bedroom. That'll have you knocking it out of the park in no time. And it comes with the same active ingredient as Levitra, but a more cost-friendly price. Blue Chew's licensed medical professionals will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And if swallowing pills is not for you, no problem. The tablets are chewable. And how about this special offer for Kale & Company listeners? Try Blue Chew for free. All you have to do is go to bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, bluechew.com, enter the promo code 1210, and just pay the nominal $5 shipping fee, and it is yours. Discreet delivery, no in-person conversations, and that special someone will thank you. Trust me, promo code 1210, bluechew.com, made in the USA.
0: This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app.
1: Thursday morning, just about 11-12 minutes out from finding out what's on tap for the Dawn Show, this day in music history, and also who won Twitter today. But let's get to some audio as we wind things down on this Thursday. It's something we like to call What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. What's
3: on the Cheats! I do. Hakeem Jeffries was on The View yesterday. Oh, <laughs> And remember the other day when we were discussing how, why do they keep Biden up there? Why do they prop him up and throw him out there? <laughs> it's because, and I think I said this, and I believe it, I think that the Democrats believe that he is the strongest candidate to beat Donald Trump.
1: Which speaks volumes about where they are right <laughs> now. <laughs> and
3: Hakeem Hakeem Jeffries basically said that to the ladies on The View yesterday. This is cut six, Phil. Go.
1: Mr. Leader, um, I've got to ask politics because we're in a presidential year. Obviously, in a, a very kind of historic moment, Speaker Pelosi passed the baton to you. And you had been rising the ranks, a star in the party, because she believed there was time for a next generation of leadership, uh, which I think we all applauded here. There are some, about a third of Americans, worried that the president doesn't have the vitality to serve out another four years. Do you think that it's time to pass the baton to a new generation of leadership, or do you think Joe Biden is the strongest candidate to defeat Donald Trump? Well, Joe Biden is definitely the strongest candidate to defeat Donald Trump. Uh, Let me say first about um, Nancy D'Alessandro Pelosi, in my view, the greatest speaker of all time. Yes, Yes.
0: definitely.
1: Wow, there we go. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm choking on that because uh, I don't know what I'm more stunned by the fact that uh, Alyssa uh, Farrah, Farrah Griffin, Farrah Griffin uh, said that only a third of Americans think that Joe has the vitality. That number is actually wrong; it's well less than that. Um, so I'm not really sure where she got her stats from, uh, but that doesn't, um, you know, deviate from the point of when you think about this. The Dems are always you know, playing chess when other people think it's a game of checkers. And if they've arrived at the conclusion behind closed doors, which I think they probably have, that Joe gives them the best chance, like I just said before, entry into that clip, what does it say about the Democrats right now? We've talked about how thin their bench is. But also think about this, and and I know everybody says, well, it's obviously a shot at Kamala because she's not ready. But let's, we all we all agree we all realize that she's not um viable for that position. What does it say about their feelings truly about Gavin though? Yeah. Because there's been so many people that have said he's the heir apparent, he's the next man up, the great hair, he's a great <laughs> debater. He puts on all the, the the political charm and you know the whole bit. If they think Joe is better than Gavin, are they basically admitting without admitting that he's made California a disaster and he would be a recipe for failure i mean do they think that yes. trump can beat yes. Newsom, but not biden yes they they obviously do mm-hmm. right i mean and then if you're gavin newsome and you start to get that feel like boy they don't they they think joe's better than i am if i'm gavin i'm like yeah. i i mean okay <laughs> it, it's not a it's not a it's not a good confidence booster for a young aspiring and i say young loosely you know, he's still young politically um it's not a great vibe for you if you have aspirations of the highest Agreed. office in, in this country. Agreed. Um, By the way, D'Alessandro, that's her middle name?
3: I will say Nancy this.
1: Nancy D'Alessandro Pelosi.
3: I will say this about Nancy Pelosi. I, I don't agree with her, and I don't like her. But she was a very effective speaker. She was very good at her job. Don and I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. about when, when she wanted to, to whip those puppies into shape... She did.
1: Did you see, speaking of whipping into shape, did you see her holding Joe's hand yesterday as they were walking around together? Oh, God, like just, just blind just like, leading the blind. Like, like, I just. You talk it, about uh, being propped up. Nancy legitimately holding him by the hand. Like, that's how I used to, me and my grandmother would walk down the street when it was a little icy out. <laughs> I'd be here, Nana, hold my hand. <laughs> that that was Nancy with
2: Joe yesterday. But she was she was effective in yep. shutting down everything. She shut down transparency. Remember she shut down all the cameras in the yep. house. You she shut down, she had complete control.
3: And she sure as hell wouldn't go to the floor with the nope. vote if she didn't think she had the votes. That would have never happened under Nancy Pelosi.
2: Yep. So what she did was she gave the appearance by and this is not this is not a great Situation. This is anti-transparency. But if you look at it from, you know, the the conniving eyes of the Democrats, in other words, uh, this is very successful. She shut down truth, transparency. She totally controlled it. And she made sure that her party, the Democrat Party, always looked unified. Even for all we know, they were heavily splintered. Mm -hmm. But because and here's where your greatest, I think. Assets are sometimes your greatest faults. With Republicans, they let it all hang out. Yeah. So you, and that's not a good thing. Keep things in in your own family, in your own kitchen. We don't want to see all your dirty. You know what I mean? Yep. Until you pull it together and then go to the vote.
1: She's a political animal.
2: She is. But she uh, doesn't bite. No, uh-huh. <laughs> no, no. Commander's, commanders <laughs> yeah. taken enough Just, chunks. I was say that. There's nothing All left right. for Nancy yeah. to nibble on. Yeah.
1: All right, nine forty-five. We'll come back, wrap it up with who won Twitter today, today in music history, and what's on tap for the Dawn Show here on Kalen Company.
0: It's Kalen Company on demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Free Odyssey app.
1: Mustard, <laughs> mustard, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Kalen Company. 9.50, putting a little mustard on the boat today as we get ready to wrap up a Thursday, the Dawn Show, coming up in 10 minutes, and we find out what Miss Stensland has lined up for the top of the hour.
2: Oh, we have so much going on, and we've got it all covered uh, live and local. There's a lot developing on this Thursday. Coming up right at 10.05, we're going to check in on all of the Pennsylvania State Laws and all of those condemning the budget plan and and what that means for each and every one of us as taxpayers and then national ramifications of all these rulings happening. So Nate Benefield's gonna gonna update us. He's so great and gracious with his time a real expert here. And then in the 11 o'clock hour, retired sergeant, Betsy Brantner-Smith. So we'll revisit a lot of policies. For example, at the top of the 6 o'clock hour, it seems like uh, 10 minutes ago we were at 6 Mm a.m., we talked about what's going on in some of our suburban districts. Are they going to cancel the police force because of tax dollars? And then, of course, the reinstated officers. So Betsy breaks that down from her vantage point of being a local cop and now working for the National Police Association.
1: All right. Cool. Very good. Looking forward to that. Dawn Show in under nine minutes' time as we get to a Thursday edition of Today in Music History.
0: What happened on this day in music history? Music history.
1: company. Today, February 22nd. Notable albums from today include Radiohead's debut, Pablo Honey, released in 93. That includes the song Creep. And OMD's debut released in 89. We also lost Eddie Warhol on this day in 87, who actually designed the Stone Sticky Fingers album cover, among others. Singles from today include Hotel California by the Eagles in 77 and Hurt So Good by John Mellencamp in 82. It was also on this day in 89, the Grammys officially jumped the shark and presented Jethro Tull, the very first Hard Rock Metal Award (laughs) over Metallica. I haven't watched any award show regularly since. And lastly, (laughs) if you hear bands say they're done, don't automatically believe it. Because Slayer has now announced they'll be at Riot Fest in Chicago in September, five years after calling it quote-unquote Quits. Wow. For Kayla Company, I'm Phil Lompquist. So, so Phil says the Grammys jumped the shark in 89. 89, and he's right, by the way. He's
3: absolutely right. <laughs> I thought it was in the last decade. Nope. He's absolutely right. He gave it to Jethro Tull over Metallica.
1: <laughs> Horrible. As usual, I'm way off of my timelines. Uh, as usual. Yes.
2: And for the record, we to- we all supported truckers for Trump. 100%. I'm just How saying. What are you talking about? You know. What the hell are you talking about? Oh you're talking about that that
1: yeah. the schifoso sh- sh- on Twitter? No can can we? Oh, can sorry. we pay attention to the show <laughs> and not talk Everything to one, one person on Twitter and not talk to one person, Plus please, David? I have a son named
2: David. Oh my David, so oh, I God! Him, you
0: know.
3: Oh my God! Richard Nataro wins Twitter. If I'm lucky enough, he says, if I'm lucky enough to win the Disney cruise, would I be able to take each of your significant others? Seems they might need a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick, Dick, you can have my wife
1: permanently, <laughs> not just for seven days.
2: Lair Bear will definitely go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! What a, what a <laughs> we've got off the rails we have As i'm usual. gonna get out of dodge david right now. come back yeah you, you misheard uh, is in. david day drinking on margarita day nobody
3: knows oh, what okay. you're talking about should,
2: should i reach <laughs> do i have time to read the tweet
1: real fast <laughs> 30 oh. seconds dude. 30 oh. seconds
3: i'm defending nick here you yes. want to cut into the daughter come on uh
1: go. here we go so we have uh so David Beardsley, who doesn't follow me or does not um, follow the, sh- the station, I guess, all of a sudden, decides to uh, tweet uh, after we won that award for the PA Broadcasters uh, Association. I will no longer listen to your show. When Nick talks about gender, he speaks in the woke vernacular. Now he hears truckers may boycott New York. He says, I hope they don't, as the people already pay enough. They don't. They need to feel the pain for their votes.
2: You never said that.
1: I have no idea how I get a tweet three days later from a conversation (laughs) we had had on Monday.
2: Well, maybe he was listening on the Odyssey app, and then he flipped over to another station station by accident and thought it was Nick. Some
1: low-energy show.
2: But David, just come back.
1: (sighs) All right, I'm going to go have a margarita. Everybody (laughs) have a great rest of your Thursday. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. We're back Friday morning at 6. Good night, everybody.